that woke up this morning on the verge of an historic 90-second win in Formula One. Records are there to be broken, said Michael Schumacher. The record is broken. Lewis Hamilton wins the Portuguese draw. For all the kids out there who dream the impossible, you can do it too, man. I believe in you guys. Start your engines and buckle up. It's the light sights. Let's go. F1 show. Welcome to the light sight. Let's go. F1 show on Jack's radio. And this week, again, we have a race to talk about at long last. Forget all the part one and part twos of Australia and red flags and a long, long time ago that was. We actually have a new race to talk about, which is great. And that was in Azerbaijan, in Baku. And this week, uh, to talk about that, I have Rich and Adam. And I just want to say, you just heard at the top of the show, R-E-M, with It's the End of the World as We Know It. And I didn't play that for any reason, but now I'm... Rich was, as the song was playing, saying, why have you played this? And I was trying to rack my brains. I'm thinking, well... It's the end of the old F1 as we know it, and now we mo are moving forward with this new sprint format weekend. So, boys, how are we, and how did you enjoy the weekend? Not bad. I'm all right. Um, yeah, I'm great. Yeah, I'm great, but a bit, a bit underwhelmed. I was just disappointed. I was expecting a big, big, big weekend, and it just didn't didn't play out. I, did it? I, I'm with you, Adam. It was kind of a bit for Baku. You're expecting fireworks. You're expecting. Uh. You're expecting lots of crashes, and okay, we had a few instances. I, I like the new sprint format. I'll be honest. Did think... you like that? Yes. Yeah, so, so let's not talk about Baku quite yet, and and, and what we thought of the actual race because it was a bit boring. Baku can throw up a good a good race sometimes, but the actual format did it work for you? Um, over the old I, sprint I, format for me, yes, it did. It Wouldn't worked better. It, it worked better. I think there's work still to be done. So there's a couple of things I really didn't like. I okay. don't like don't like qualifying on a Friday. Yeah, this doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't feel right. And secondly, poor old Carter Science man. With with they, they're going to have to change something. I don't know what, but they're going to have to say change something about the park for May rules. Yeah, because otherwise you get there, you get one practice, you're stuck yeah, with the car. I agree you, with that. Stuck with a car you don't like, and you're stuck with it the whole weekend. Totally it's agree with me on the same. I think plane. what they can probably do is sort of on a sprint weekend, just open up Park Ferme slightly to say around certain parameters, yes. there's certain things you can tinker with throughout that weekend. Because you're right, because otherwise, yeah, you have one practice session, you've got a dog of a car, and that's it, you're stuck with it. I think, yeah, so, come on, we, we, we know the teams listen to this, right? So come on, let's, let's chuck some ideas out there. I've got one for you. So the qualifying, I agree with you. I think run quality on a Friday because it is about having excitement and having meaningful track time as opposed to just practice on a Friday, yep. but make the sprint qualifying session for the sprint session, make that quality on the Friday. So you qualify. So the sprint session, you qualify on the Friday race on the Saturday. And then in the morning, you qualify for the race in the morning on the Saturday, you then run the sprint. And then you're qualifying for that. It's right now. Hear me out. Yeah, yeah. swap them around. Yeah, yeah. The I reason you do that, and then after the sprint, you then have that opening up of Park Ferme rules a little bit, so that you can then modify anything. But you're going to have to go into the sprint, mindful that you want to have your car set up for the race because you're qualifying for the race on the Saturday morning. 
How yeah, but how can, how can you open up Park for May after the sprint if qualifying's already happened for the race in the morning? No, oh, that's Tonight. true. All right, then. Okay. Well, you, you can, well, well, you say you can't do it. You well, can. you can. they still know what parameters their cars are set up, so you can yeah. perhaps change it for qualifying, but then you have to go back to a fear-aligned you know, setup that you already had. Because that's right, where they're getting. That's what that, that, you know. They've got a sprint race. That's where they're going to get the data from, isn't it? They're going to get the data from that race to go. Right, actually, we need to do that. Because you're right. Carlos Science was hampered all weekend by literally getting ten minutes to set the car up, and you know, I know it looked like he just. Well, he's just I, had a, he's had well, an off weekend, but he he didn't set the car up right at all. You're right. What what I think they should do, but they won't do it. Go on, then. Switch the days. Is you should do the sprint. Have the sprint as a completely standalone event on friday and then roll into but they're not going to do that because they want the money on the saturday but they want they want yeah, the sprint yeah, yeah, and do, the yeah. tv and everything else so it's not going to happen so i don't know that there's anything else you can change with the order of events because i do like the fact that you've got the sprint quality and the sprint race is now a standalone event yeah and if like and if you're and if you're a purist honestly you don't have to watch it yeah, 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 that's true. Right? I mean, you, you don't, right? Because, okay, I mean, yes, yes, there's points. Are those points going to decide the World Championship? No, I don't. I doubt it. Like, very much. It's not. It's just not going well, to. I don't know. Nah, nah. It's, it's eight, eight points up for grabs. I mean, that, you yeah, know, yeah. That, that sprint week. Yeah, but, but it's not. You check out to within six points of, of uh, Verstappen. Otherwise, it'd yeah. be 11 points adrift. But it's not. Unless, you, unless you've. Over the balance of the season, I don't see it that being a big differentiator because I don't know that you're going to get massive difference results on the Saturday versus the Sunday. Yeah, that's a point. That's a good point. Right. Outside outside of crashes and all that kind of stuff. If you if you're dialed in on the track, you're dialed in on the track. Doesn't matter whether it's for 17 laps or 57 laps or whatever it might be. Right. Um, Personally, that's 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 what I'm thinking. I mean, uh, I think. Sorry, go go on. If you no, you know, you're good. You're good. I, I, I just think for me. There was nothing wrong with the format before, so so actually, you know, I don't think you need sprints. I don't really like them. I don't think you need them. For me, for a sprint weekend, this format worked better than the others. Um, yes. A couple of tweaks I would make would be instead of sprint, so the sprint qualifying, the, or, or they call it the sprint shootout. Actually, one of my ideas was you have P1 on a Friday, okay, and then you have P2, so practice two as normal, okay, but then at the end of that session, all cars are allowed one lap. You have a one lap shootout. At the end of that session, you have a one lap shootout to decide the sprint qualifying on a Saturday. So you can do something with that where, where they all go out one at a time. You know, a, so, a so bit... when I said qualifying on the Friday for the Saturday sprint, that's kind of what you agree with then, just so we're clear. Yeah, but I'm not talking about a full qualifying session. I'm talking about a one-lap shootout. I, I didn't mention the, what the session Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I, I'm, no, I'm not saying your idea was bad. No, no, no. I'm saying it's, no, no, no. my idea was it's a one-lap shootout. Adds a bit of jeopardy, doesn't it? Because you've got to get it and right. They, one lap, you've got to get it right, you know? Exactly, and it could be decided about they they go out in an order of who won the last race or some, or whatever, you know, the, the, their grid positions in the last race or, or, or whatever, and they go out sort of 10 seconds at a time, a bit like they do at Isle of Man sort of stuff, and they that go out and mean, they just go around one lap, bang. I like that, I like that, and I'll tell you the other advantage is it means usually the track will rubber in, will it yeah. not? which means it will benefit 
the people in grid that's order. True. That's so true. The yeah. people at the uh, people who won the previous Grand Prix kind of go out first, and that's your lot. And the people at the yeah, back it's almost like a reverse grid sort of thing. Yeah, like that. Yeah. There you go. I yeah, I, that's not yeah. I, I don't. I don't. And then you have qualified on the Saturday as you normally would, and then you have the sprint later, and then you have the race. Yeah, I go. actually, I actually have a bigger concern about the sprint than any of that stuff. And my bigger concern is that. If it's starting to work, and it clearly is, it's going to be on on more weekends, right? It, we, one might yeah. say that it could we could end up having a sprint weekend. Is that's just the format? That's what it is, yeah. now, right? And at that point, with what is it, twenty four races on the calendar now, you're going yeah. to start getting a little bit of dilution, aren't you? In interest. Well, I'm a, so, I'm a little bit concerned because it's going to be like it's going to be too much of a good thing. And now now we've yeah, gone yeah, moaning yeah. that we haven't had enough racing. Now it's like, dude, 24 weekends of three full days that I've, I need to commit yeah. to and, and, and be involved with. And it's just it's just it's, it's so over. my my next point that I had written down here to, to ask you guys was, did the weekend feel slightly over bloated? Yes. And I, I, I think I, it would I, do I, if, if, if you were doing that every every weekend. It, it almost did. And I. I watched the sprint, but then I didn't watch any of the after stuff. Like I didn't watch the interviews, and I just turned it off. Sprint yeah. was done, turned it straight off. I did after the race as I normally do, but the sprint was. I watched yeah. it and as soon as they went over the the line. Bang! The TV went so off you, because so, I've got so, other stuff to do on a weekend. So, so you missed the you missed the match in, the Max and George. He did. Miss quite a good, he did. He yeah, missed yeah, quite I, a good I, yeah. Read about but, it. But I get it, but no, I'm, I'm with you, Dan, because I actually spent <laughs> most of the actual race trying to decide whether. Is this race? Is this is it just a boring race, or am I just over? Have I overwatched it this weekend? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I've watched too much. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a heck. The answer it, is the answer is it was a boring race. Well, yeah, but it, it, I mean, it's a heck of a commitment, is it not? You know. Yeah. It's been you yeah. know watching F one. You know, if you're going to do a lot of it on a, on a, on a weekend, it's you know it's a, it's a it's a lot of uh, spending the time in the front room with the curtains closed when it's nice and sunny outside. So 100%. Yeah, 100%. It's, a, it's many, many hours to sort of uh, commit to. So it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Yeah, I think it's just slightly over bloated, really. But um, but then again, as Adam said earlier on, you don't have to watch it. So it gives you a chance perhaps just to say, all right, you know what, well, I'm not going to watch a sprint race. And I'm just going right. to watch the race. I'll watch quality and race. You, you pick yeah. and choose. And then That's for true. those guys who have, you know, no sort of life and watch everything, you know, you, okay. You, you you watch that all weekend, but you can kind of pick and choose, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, it's an interesting one. It's an it's an interesting one. I mean, okay, so 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 for the show, let's quickly. I'll, I'll quickly give the the, the the qualifying position. So Friday qualifying, you had Leclerc on pole, Verstappen second, uh, Perez third, Sainz fourth, Hamilton fifth, Alonso sixth, Norris seventh, Sonoda eighth. Uh, ninth was Stroll, tenth was Piastri, so that was qualifying for the real race. Yeah, I think, I think Piastri did extremely well there because he had food poisoning. All, all he weekend. was he was sick as lost a about five kilograms properly, over the weekend. Properly ill, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Fair play to him getting in tenth. That was pretty good, really. And McLaren as a whole had a better um, showing this weekend, really. And then for the sprint shootout uh, qualifying, you had Leclerc on pole again. So that Ferrari, you know, it, it was true pretty pace. fast. It was yeah. true, truly quick car. Second was Perez, third was Verstappen, fourth was Russell. So Russell had a good uh, uh, qualifying in, in the sprint qualifying, but a poor qualifying for the actual race. Yeah. Um, Sainz was fifth, sixth was Hamilton, uh, seventh Albon. I think Albon had a good show in this weekend as well. Alonso uh, was eighth, uh, Stroll was ninth. Uh, Aston Martin had trouble with their DRS, which is why they were out of position a little bit. They weren't as fast. Yeah. And Norris in tenth. So it was quite. Um, 
It's quite interesting. So, yeah, it was two very good sessions by Leclerc. Um, although, of course, those mistakes come in by Leclerc again. So he he was very lucky to be on pole in the sprint race because he put in a good lap and then his next lap, what does he go and do? Go, goes and hits the wall. He did. He needs he did. to take these mistakes out of his game. He does. Because actually uh, the only person at disadvantage was his blooming teammate in Carlos It did, yeah. Disadvantage signs, yeah, unfortunately. But but my my point there is these mistakes are still there. I know he got pole. He was, you know, nobody he was else... he was quick. He was absolutely quick. He's definitely. I mean, in fairness, he's, he is overdriving that car on one lap. He is. He, he is. is. He's yeah, a yeah. very, very, very good qualifier. But as you rightly point out, Dan, the mistakes are there, and it, and it happens yeah. too often in the race as well. That's the problem. It's, it's like it's like he can concentrate for like a minute and a half. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just come in, don't they? But um. Ah, yeah, it's it's always a way, but uh, as we say, I think Norris and 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 um and McLaren had a better show in this weekend, so they yep. they've had a few updates, which is good. Um, it surprised me. I mean, Red Bull, their race pace is magnificent. I mean, it really is. Um, it surprised me how close qualifying is between you know uh the the sort of top end so this week it was it was um ferrari last week it was kind of mercedes like uh, red bull out and out pacing qualifying isn't miles ahead of everyone is it but it's their no. race pace which is really fast it is it's a bit it does surprise me it surprises me as well because they can use their drs in qualifying can they not yes 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 that's right yeah so because it's yeah. the drs apparently that 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 red bull is pulling thick end of 30 kilometers an hour quicker yeah. with the DRS. And, and I mean, typ- apparently... Typically, it's been around sort of 15, 16 kilometres now. So they've done something with the DRS on that Red Bull this year that they're just absolutely yeah. hauling when they... Yeah. I'll tell you what, Max's, Max's overtaking the race was ridiculous. It was. Yeah, yeah, abs- yeah. I mean, yeah. he turned... Not a challenge at all, I reckon you and I it, could it wasn't, have that. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that, was, that, yeah. was, that, was, that was watching the overhead shot of just... It, I mean, there was just nothing you could do. You can't defend against that. There's no way. No. And he wasn't. But and he interestingly, wasn't... Ferrari were closer in the twisty parts of the track. They so were actually downforce wise. You know, Ferrari and Merck are slightly closer to Red Bull. So I think it's not are. all about downforce. And for there's a, there was Straight a graphic. Line. There was a graphic of who was quickest around the lap, <laughs> and no surprise, Verstappen was quickest on the straight bits. Or Perez, yep, whoever yep, it was, was yep. quicker. And Leclerc was. Uh, it was between Leclerc and Verstappen. That was he was quick on the straight, but all of the middle sector. Leclerc was uh, hands down the quicker car. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right, okay, let's go to a style and then we can talk about the what happened in the sprint race. So, Rich, we're going to go to one of right. you. Well, we're going to go to, if we can remember back, my last track um, was Led Zeppelin Heartbreaker. And I've got a bit of a double whammy on the links. So, Led Zeppelin Heartbreaker. Um, Jimmy Page, he of Led Zeppelin fame, you may not know this, but he played... On the 1964 Bond theme, Goldfinger, believe it or not. Um, and uh, and that's where we're going to go. We're going to go to a band called Goldfinger. So there's a quick link. And Goldfinger have done a cover. of not 19- that quick. Well, no. <laughs> All right. I'm going to drag it out if you like. But- no, come on. <laughs> Goldfinger have done a cover of 99 Red Balloons. And just as a bit of a double whammy, Heartbreaker by Led Zeppelin is at 99 beats per minute as well. So there you go. This is Goldfinger right. and 99 Red Balloons. Come on, play let's, let's go, let's go. That 
that was Goldfinger with 99 Red Balloons. And this is the Light Sight Let's Go F1 show on Jack's radio. So I have Rich and Adam with me this week. And we are talking everything Baku. And now it's time to talk about the sprint race. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown of the top 10. So we have winner of the sprint race, Sergio Perez. Second place. Charles Leclerc, or Charles Lee Clark, as Mark Wilkins calls him. Uh, third is Verstappen. Fourth is Russell. Fifth is Sainz. Sixth was Alonso. Seventh, Hamilton. Eighth was Stroll. Ninth was Albon. And tenth was Piastri. Again, kudos to Piastri. Okay, so going to start straight away with lap one. <clears throat> Russell on Verstappen. What is your take? Verstappen needs to suck it up. That's racing, I think, in my view. I think he's, you know, I think he, 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 you know, Russell, yeah, he squeezed him a little bit, but he was on the inside. He was, for my money, as good as or a little bit more than halfway alongside. And it's a move that if had the tables been turned, Verstappen wouldn't have hesitated to do exactly the same thing. And would have said, that's racing. I'm just aggressive. That's who I am. So I was yeah. perfectly fine with it. Totally. And, yeah, totally. I, and I, he's I, got I the less, he's got absolutely the less to lose as well. He should have backed out of it, knowing that he's got the DRS. He's got the... 100%. You know, he should have yeah. backed out of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't... And he... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement. I would say that uh, Russell definitely locked up going into that. If you look at the onboard, he is, he is on like... He is on full lock. He is oh, trying he to get that car. He understood slightly during that corner, but then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think in worst case, it's a racing incident, nothing more. I think Russell, by the rules now, was fully alongside, you know, on, on the inside when the rules were clarified, you know, after the 2021 Verstappen moves. I think, yeah, Russell was fully alongside. He owned that corner. It was his corner, according to the rules now, and according to karting rules, that's now his corner. Max, as Rich said, should have known and should have the intelligence to think, I'll get on the straight next lap. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Let him go. He, you're you're risking that damage. You risk exactly. that damage. And if he'd have done that, he wouldn't have damaged his car. And, and now he knows. And that's exactly what Lewis was doing when Lewis backed out of all those. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Lewis is thinking, let's not damage my car. Uh, you know, he, let's, let's, you know, get him back uh, another point during, during, during the lap. So... You know, I, I just find it... I don't understand also, like, how hot up Verstappen got about it all. What in did terms you, of, In terms of, you're going to win the championship this year anyway. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. The, the, Despite the biggest, Perez, the, the, you, you're going to win the championship. Like, why are you so worried about it? And also, it was a real 50-50 and something that you've done in the past anyway. Yeah, and the biggest thing for me was, was when he said um, he's getting a little bit tired of Russell's uh, lack of... Uh, ability to accept any blame for anything yeah, that's his yeah. fault and he just walks away yeah. I'm like really really yeah pot pot, pot kettle mate and he what was the one he was about? the one he was the one chasing after him and, and wanting to have the final win. and that was the thing for me he's like you know russell just sort of said look sorry mate we're all on cold ties you know sort of was coming at it from a very kind of hey it is what it is realized max was going to have a little ding dong he's just like i've said my piece and walked away and max yeah. is the one chasing after him going um um i want to call you a um word with well, well, pete yeah. on the radio but yes you so know. I what, heard he said, what he said was what he said was expect the same next time yeah did he nice yes nice yeah. nice because what's interesting is is uh, i heard on the ultrasport um uh, podcast 
this week that they were saying the Dutch fans are very bemused why not many people in the UK like Red Bull because they, you know, are rooted in UK, you know, uh, the Milton Keynes, etc., etc., and it's. I think it's just complete unlikability of Max, the ability, you know, the non-ability of him to accept anything that could ever be his fault. But I think Christian Horner stokes that fire as well. Oh, because absolutely. Because he, he was on the radio because when Max then overtook, I think he when he took Russell back or something, Horner was great move and without contact. That's how you do it. And Max is on the radio. Yeah, I know how to do that. And it's like, do you? No, like, do you really that... know how to overtake without causing contact? No, I mean, that was his race engineer that said that, but it is endemic throughout that side of the garage, I think. And and yeah, you're absolutely right. Christian Horner, I was going to read on and read on one for <laughs> They likened Christian Horner. This is the most person he's most similar to is Tony Blair, which is about as, you know, it's probably <laughs> as accurate as you can think and probably quite cutting as well, to be honest with you. It's just something yeah. very disingenuous about Christian Horner. I don't, I, I just don't like the way the outfit goes about racing. I really don't. No, 100%, I, I, you 100%. know, and, and it might bemuse the Dutch fans. It's not, it's not a partisan, you know, British kind of thing at all. Cause I, you know, I think Ferrari are from, you know, a great team this year. I like Leclerc. I like signs. I like, you know, I like everybody up and down the grid really. I just really do. I mean, the, the one thing that really wound me up about Verstappen was he, he also called um, Russell's kind of experience into question because Russell's been in, only been in F1 since 2019 and Verstappen's been in it since 2015. Yeah, but you've also leapfrogged all of the single seat formulas, Verstappen. You know, Russell's probably got way more experience than he has yeah, in 100%. close yeah, 100%. quarter racing. And and then the lower formulas, Formula 2, Formula 3, etc. you know, you've got far, far closer machinery. You know, you've got... I don't think Max Verstappen would have come through Formula 2 or anything like that, to be honest with you. I don't think he'd have been the shining light he's, he, he was made out yeah. to be. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I mean, the next talking point of the sprint was, what were Alpha Tari doing sending Sonoda back out? Well, what was, was that? It was crabbing. With I a clearly broken it. wheel, and it was it yeah. was at a funny angle anyway, and it just comes off and just extends the safety car period. It's like, what are you doing? Well, well and also, if you're a Sonoda, can you, can you not feel that driving down the pit straight? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, just a mess. That was Absolutely awful. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely and, ridiculous. And, and when he was out on there and it all became obvious, why didn't he just pull off? Yeah, on turn three, I think he, there's a there's a little escape hatch or something. He could have gone down there. It's just like, yeah. what are you doing? Ah, just ah, craziness, craziness. Um, yeah. Uh, so, as we, as we said, Piastri did well. Norris was on soft tyres. Everyone else was on medium, so he faded during the sprint. But is he under pressure? From Piastri, he's not having the best no. time of it at the moment. Not, not yet, not yet, no. not yet. You sure? Yeah, you not, sure? not yet. I think they're a lot closer. I think he's, I think Piastri is going to give him a really, really good run for his money, and he's probably yeah. concerned about him. But I don't think he's necessarily, you know, that needs to be overly worried just yet. Okay, I, I, I'm not I'm so not, sure. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not at so all. sure. I'm no. not so sure. Ad, Adam's not worried at all. That yeah, not at all. Not Fair at all. Enough. The boy no, Norris. You got your. You got your confidence in Lando, yeah? Yeah, confidence is all there. Boy's going to come good. It's all good. Hi. Mm. Okay, yeah, interesting. I'll hold judgment on that. I'm not entirely sure about Norris now, right now. I think against, I think, I, I think uh, Ricardo made him look very good. And Piastra's not making him look as good. But we shall see. 
we shall see. see. Yeah, yeah. Another thing, another thing that really is annoying me is Alpine because I really like Alpine, and apparently what a mess a very, of a weekend. Apparently, they've got a very fast car, but they have not had a clean weekend this year yet to show what the pace mess. of the car. No, what a mess! Absolutely, just, just disastrous. What was what is going on? Otmar Safdow, who's the, you know, should be shot, shouldn't he? It's just it's just been a mess for them the whole season so far. It is. Just... I, did, I did say they'd be doing a lot of lot of very lengthy lunches, <laughs> but you know, it's, uh, they really need to now put the, uh, the 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 Beaujolais and the baguettes away, and they need to get on with getting that car set up properly for a weekend. Yeah, and um, obviously Logan Sargent didn't make it, did he, to uh, to the sprint race because of his mistake in qualifying on the on the. Uh, the uh, the uh, Saturday morning, so uh, yes, I was sad, sad to see somebody not taking part in the, in the place. But I mean, it's a rookie mistake, isn't it? Don't write a car into the wall just before the sprint the sprint race. No, basically. it's kind of understand what, understand what you're doing, and it's kind of that's the sort of thing you expect from Leclerc, in, in, not not <laughs> not from a not from a rookie, really. You know, but there you go. Harsh, right. harsh. But there we go. <laughs> but fair, but 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 fair. I think. Right. Okay. You, talk talk about rookies and under pressure, though. Really quickly, I tell you, who is under pressure, De Vries. Yeah, Nick DeVries is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's been a few things that haven't been his fault, though. But yeah, perhaps he is. Perhaps he maybe is. it is. But yeah, you know, you know the way that that whole uh, outfit from the top yeah. down to the secondary team—they're not—they're—they're they're not going to put up with that for much longer. They're just not no. going to have that. That patience is not going to be there. No, and have they yeah, got? Some, have they got? Um, what's his face? Liam, somebody or other? In the yeah, background. Yeah, 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 sure. I'll yeah. take your word for it. Yeah, I forget. I forget his name of the driver. So yeah, to, uh, right. you know, reserve yeah. driver. So right. Yeah. Well, okay. So uh, let's go to another song. Um, this one is one of Adams, and it's a title. I mean, I'll let you introduce it, Adam, but it's one that possibly I could be saying to you about Lando Norris maybe next year. But we we shall see. We shall see. Well, see now, I I thought you were going to go down the route of uh, about what I said about George Russell and Lewis Hamilton on the last one, but we'll leave that one to the side because okay. that was that was definitely proved wrong this weekend. But yeah, so I gave up this week on trying to to bring you Philistines into anything remotely up to date with music. So this one is an older song. It's not that old, but it's an older song. But it is a band we've never played before, so that's that's a, that's a good one. So this is um, the Hives, and I hate to tell you, I hate to say I told you so. Welcome back to the Lights Out Let's Go F1 show on Jack's Radio and you just heard Hate to Say I Told You So by The Hives. I like that. Okay, so we are, yeah, it was good, yeah, it was a good song. Good cheer, good song. Good uh, okay, so we are talking all things Baku in Azerbaijan and we are now going to talk about the race because it's... Oh, it's quite a bloated weekend, and we've done a bit of qualifying, I think. We've done a sprint race. We've talked about... Oh, God knows what else. Right, okay, let's talk about the race. Okay, so I'll give you a quick rundown of the top ten. So, in first place, race winner, Sergio Perez, just like last year as well. Yeah. Uh, second place was Max Verstappen. Third was uh, Charles Lee Clark. Uh, fourth was Alonso. Fifth was Sainz. Sixth was Hamilton. Seventh was Stroll, eighth was Russell, ninth was Norris, and tenth was Yuki Tsunoda. So it was double bubble from Perez. So he maximized his uh, point scoring opportunities there by winning the sprint and the race. Um, it's now six points deficit to Max Verstappen in the championship. So it, it was, and you know, I will give him his due. It's a very good weekend from Perez. Um, 
it's a Perez track. He's very good at that sort of track, and those street tracks he's very good at. I think he will have a good race next weekend in Miami, and he'll have a good Monaco. Other than that, I think me and Adam are in agreement. He will fade away for the rest of the championship, and it'll be Verstappen's. But yep. I'd love to be proven proven differently. You, you never know. I'm going to give I, I'm going to give you case to pre, perhaps proven differently. I think now I can't remember if his contracts up at the end of this year. Um, Perez's. Regardless of that, and I think it is, he has, I think, decided this is his only chance to have a go for a world title. He knows the odds are stacked against him in the way the team operates. And I think he's just going to, well, he, he might listen or hear a team order. Whether he'll adhere to it is another matter. And I think he's going to cause Red Bull, Christian Horner, and Max Verstappen some problems this year because he is this is it. If he just if he rolls over the way they want him to do and be the second, be that second driver, you know, and he's paid handsomely for it, he's probably got enough money in the bank now to just, you know, walk away from the sport and retire. This is his one chance to be, to 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 get a championship. And I think he's going to grab it with both hands. Whether he'll be allowed to, we don't know. I get it. Control a fair bit, but I think it could make for an interesting back end of the season. I get it. And Yes, of course, that's going to be his mindset, but you have to have the talent to do it as well. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's just monster the weekend. I think you'll find I think, he, I think you'll find he's a bit closer than you than you than you give him credit for. But he's really not. Know, no. I think he's a bit closer than, than I, I think I think he's gonna I think he is gonna start playing dirtier. In fact, you could there was even some of it um over the weekend where there was um there was comments coming over the team radio where he wasn't giving them the information that yeah. they were asking for because he didn't want it being relayed to Max. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think that if you listen to Christian Horner at the end of the race, it was like he was describing the winner of the race was from another team. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. Oh, well, yeah, he got lucky with the safety car. It's still your driver though, right? Yeah. He did get lucky with the safety car, but... Yeah. Horner right. shouldn't have been saying that to Max. Right. Horner shouldn't that's, have been that's, saying that. That's 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 my point. So... He doesn't he doesn't even come on the radio to say well done, Checo. It's like, you know, they've got their race engineers, and yeah, he's he's straight on the radio to Max, and that's just the way it is. It's you know, I don't think Christian Horner's in, in, in you know happy with the situation at all. You know, it's an, it's an odd one. It's a bizarre. I don't quite know why. I mean, is is Christian scared of Josh? Is, is Josh Josh Verstappen going to smack him one if he does? His son doesn't get his own way. I don't know what what is going on there. He seems to be. In the pocket, but I agree with you, Adam. I think you know that it's already signs are already there, are they not? But 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 yeah, they are. But but again, short story. Over the balance of a season, he's just he's just not going to have the ability to to to, to chase him down. I don't know. Well, maybe yeah. I, I would love to be. I'd love to be proved wrong because it's going to be the only thing that's going to keep this front end of the championship alive, right? There's, I think yeah, there's gonna be some interesting stuff in the in the in the middle field, but up front. Although like yeah, like I was saying, you know, just now when the when the song was playing, um lucky with the safety car or not, I did get the feeling that he might have actually taken over Max on track if that safety car hadn't come up because possibly you look, yeah, you, possibly. you look at the laps coming up to man, he was definitely it, it, it was like I don't know the, the exact what it was like 0.8 behind, then he was 0.6 behind, then he was 0.4 behind. He does have the DRS now. Would he have made? Would he have made it stick? Would he have been help? Would he have been able to hold on to it? Don't know. But I do get the feeling he would have got out there and got in front. And you know, at that and at that point, you know, I mean, Max had to come in, safety car or not, he had to come in because his yeah. tires were shot. He was moaning about grip and sliding all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. So he, that would have forced him onto. I also think another... it suited Red Bull to bring Max in as well. So then I know that they say they're free to race, but. Put them then on different strategies. It yeah. helps that. 
you know. Yeah, yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Okay, so there's a couple of things I'd like to discuss, but there's uh, there's something more pressing I'd like to discuss first, and then if we get to it, we can. But I'll give you a little teaser on a couple of things. So it was Alonso's overtake on I think it was Signs down yeah. on turn four or something. Yeah. Immense. Um, I think uh, Hamilton had a very good race and overtook Russell on track without yeah. DRS. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah. And yeah. then took Stroll and Russell struggled to get past Stroll. Well, didn't yeah. get past Stroll. So I thought that was quite interesting. And I think Hamilton, you know, had the edge there when people may say that, you know, Russell's got the edge over him. So I think that was, that, that was very good. Um, and well done, Leclerc. He had a session without hitting the wall. So very good, Leclerc. Yeah, very good, very good. Um, <laughs> I, am, I am very harsh. Right, okay. Yeah. But uh, but something I do want to talk about it is, it is kind of injustice. Not tennis, right, so, is it? No, it's not there, Seth. Um, so what I want to, what I do want to talk about is, first of all, Esteban Ocon going the entire race without without changing tires. Like, fair play, amazing. But everyone could see it coming that on the last yeah. lap he had to, because of the regulations, he yeah. had to come in and change tires. And you had cameramen allowed onto the pit lane and stood in the pit lane in Ocon's way. It was, I mean, you, you, when you come into the pitch, you're going about 60 miles an hour. So that's still pretty fast, you know, standing in, in front of a car going 60 miles an hour. But okay, he had time to react to things. And But just what a shambles from F1. I, what a shambles. I, don't, I just don't understand at all how that can possibly happen. No. How can you possibly have people for any reason in the pit lane while there is still active racing going on? And it's it just makes, it unbelievable. Makes no sense. No it sense. Ma- well, it clearly, clearly, because at a Grand, normal Grand Prix weekend, it's clear that they let them, they they put those um, press barriers out at the point that they do. Well, they do, they, yeah, they do, yeah. And they put them out as as the cars are coming up to do the final lap. And yeah. you know, I'm sat on my sofa watching this in the UK, and but no everyone knew that Ocon was coming in. Yeah. I knew yeah. that Ocon. So, oh, Ocon's going to do it on the last lap. He's got to, else he'll be disqualified, and he doesn't want to lose whatever yeah. place he was in. He was going to lose points. So, you know, I, we all knew it was going to happen. Everybody knew it was going to happen. It was just, it was just, so, so, so it was reminiscent of. You see the onboard. I was sat there. I was transported back to Group B rallying in 1985. Right. You know, like, when yeah. they flew over the crest, there's people in the way and everything running yeah. out of the way. So, yeah. frightening, really. So again, I heard on the Autosport um, uh, podcast this week. So apparently, Ted Kravitz, obviously, you know the the, yeah. the guy pit lane reporter, etc. He was by that press um, gaggle of 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 people behind the gate. There was a this security guard opened the gate. Apparently, Ted Kravitz, and it's not his job. He's a reporter. He doesn't work for the for, for F one or, or Formula One. He told the security guard, "Close that gate now. You have to close this gate because there is an active car that will be coming into the pits now." And the security guard ignored him. Uh, opened the gate, and the and 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 the photographers flooded in. I mean, that is just mental. It yeah. is just madness. It's just. Yeah. just Cannot understand how. Uh, it's, it, uh, yeah, I can't understand, and that could have been a hell of a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Because they, they, you know, it just could have been a lot worse. That would have been on TV, you know, legs everywhere, kind of thing. It would have, that yeah. doesn't even bear thinking about really. But somebody, somebody's head needs to roll for that. I mean, what they, yeah, 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 it does. I mean, what they need to do, and and is is once because because. If you want photographers ready to get the picture and whatever it is, and you know someone coming in after winning the race, you wait until every last active car exactly. has gone through 
to the sort of their last lap because then they're not active and then they're going right. to you know they're going to they're circle round and then they end up you know coming into the pits kind of thing on a slow thing or they 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 cross the line so unless everyone's you know until everyone's crossed the line for the last time you you don't let people in, into the pit lane yeah it's not hard and again it? this is f1 again kind of going for the entertainment and Somewhere down the line, they're going to get unstuck by something. I, think. I do wonder yeah. if they tried to liven up a fairly dull Grand Prix with just sort of a, adding some sort of, you know, reporter jeopardy. I mean, you know, it, it was it was people from the press, wasn't it? Let's be honest. It probably wouldn't matter too much, would it? If a few, yeah, a few yeah. of them were delimbed, possibly. I don't know. Um, it's, you know, it, I, uh, it, it is just astonishing that they didn't really think of that. And it's just, you know, it, it, I think somewhere down the line, just, oh, Formula One are going to make a decision and it's going to cause an issue somewhere yeah they're going to make yeah. a decision for entertainment and there's going to be against safety and something's going to happen if they continue down this route i think yeah yeah quite possibly quite possibly like it was, uh, not, it was not, not a good incident they have at least uh referred the fia to themselves for review um so yeah. uh, we'll see we'll see what happens if anything um they, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure i'm sure lessons will be learned and all the rest of it but you know yeah, they need okay. to do something so we've got about a minute and a half to before we go to a song. So let's just talk. Uh, so yeah, so, so so Hamilton in the race had the had the measure of Russell, didn't he? So that was he did this weekend, see, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and and overtook him in equal machinery without DRS. So you know that's how you do it, isn't it? Really, and um, I think the DRS is too strong in Baku um, it, at times. But we were saying before the show started that some of the cars find it hard to follow now. And you know, getting stuck in DRS trains, but I think these younger crop of drivers rely on DRS too much, and they've forgotten how to properly overtake in they the don't corners. Even, they don't even try in a corner now because they know well. No. There's no point trying in a corner because there's a, a huge element of risk there. I'll yeah. just wait until I've got DRS on the straight. Boom, there we go. Yeah, well, yes. that's and, 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 and once again, that's why you got Dan's boy Alonso making these crazy and that, that becomes like you know uh, 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 a big huge thing. Yeah, big 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 yeah. huge news, and that's that's two races in a row now that he's did. He did that um, in Melbourne too, right? He was yeah making overtakes on corners that people were just not you know people drivers were just not expecting him to overtake there because to your point they're not used to it anymore, right? Yeah. He, drives, just, he, he drives an old school style of yeah. Formula One, which is which yeah. is exciting, and, and people yeah. find that exciting and f1 needs to look at that and think ah this style of driving is exciting how do we promote them to do this more i right. think get rid of drs for a get start rid of drs or make it a lot shorter so it just brings them close to the car in front well that was the thing is is, is they the, the the main drs <laughs> they, they actually shrunk it by 100 meters this this year they did, they did. yeah they did compared yeah, to last year and it was yeah. and it was still just yeah it's it should be encouraging. It shouldn't be the big game changer that it is right now. But yeah, yeah. there we go. Right, okay, we've got to go to song. So this one, Rich, one of yours, I think. Yes. Yeah, so previously, I had Goldfinger and their version of Ninety Nine Red Balloons, and um, obviously, Goldfinger was also a James Bond theme, as we discussed. And in Octopussy, uh, Roger Moore uh, in that film disguises himself as a clown. And as we also know, Pennywise the Clown was also known for holding a red balloon, just as a double link back to the, the, the previous tune. So what we get is a brand new track, and I'm not known for doing new stuff, so, you know, alert. This is Beware of the Clown, but don't worry, it's by an old band. This is The Damned. Wonderful. Wonderful. 
That was The Damned with Beware of the Clown. And this is the Lights Out Let's Go F1 show on Jack's radio. It's very um, The Damned sounding song, I think. I know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, new, yeah, it's a new one. It was only released, I think, last month, I think, or so. There so, uh, yeah, I do do up-to-date stuff now. And again. Yeah, look at you all getting current. That's great. I know, it's good, yeah. isn't it? But don't worry, it's still an old band from the 70s. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just released right. new stuff, you know? Okay, okay, let's quickly do Miami predictions then before we close out the show. So I'm going to go first, and it's another street track. I think he's going to be riding high, and it's going to be a Perez win before he fades for the rest of the season. It's going to be Verstappen second, and I think it's going to be Lee Clark third. All right. Well, I'm 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 going the same first two as you are for the same reasons. I feel guilty guilty about Perez bashing, and it is going to be a street track, and it is going to be a Perez win, a Max. But I think your boy Alonso will be back. Okay. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Rich. Well, I, I was going to do the same thing. I think there's going to be a bit of a, a bit of an error, so I'm going to go with a Perez win. Perez uh, win. It's the same three, but I'm going to go Alonso second. Beautiful. Okay, well, here's hoping for an Alonso win. I really want that win. Right, okay, so that is the end of the show. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, You can catch us on Twitter, send us any questions or anything like that, which is at lights underscore F1. You can listen to any of our old shows now on SoundCloud. If you go to SoundCloud and then search Lights Out Let's Go F1 Show, you should be able to find us on there. It's hosted by the Jack's Radio site on SoundCloud, but you should be able to find us there. Um, you can listen to any of the songs from the show from the past couple of years uh, by finding me, which is Danny Knight UK on Spotify, and looking for the LOL GF1 Jack's playlist. And playing us out tonight, um, I've lost it and can't quite remember. What is it? Oh, yes. Um, it's the Fratellis <laughs> with yeah. Henrietta. So, oh, God, I'm all over the place. So, properly, it's a lot properly, to pack in, isn't it, when we've got Sprint Weekend no. and all the rest of it to talk about? The properly issue professional is. professional, we are. Properly yeah. professional. Absolutely. The issue is that this week is a pre recorded show. We've recorded it on a Monday, and I'm actually watching the Snooker World Championships. I'm getting. Because I'm, I'm, Brussels about to win the championships, and I'm getting slightly off. But, but anyway, let's see this show out as we should. This is not a Snooker <laughs> podcast. This is an F1 <laughs> podcast. And, boys, do you want to say goodbye? I will say goodbye. See you after Miami. <laughs> and it just remains for me to say uh, Snooker, Snooker. No, uh, uh, what is it? Goodbye. And drive safely.